Why don't we pray together? Amen. Isn't this fantastic? Isn't this amazing to be together? Just look around. Just look at Willow Park Church family at its finest. Yes, we're a great church. What a blessing it is to be together. And uh, Jasmine is going to, as ever, interpret. She does a great job, doesn't she? Uh, as a church, we, uh, we honor our, our deaf community, and uh, not only locally, but right the way across the province where uh, people connect with us and drive to be with us and be part of this. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your presence, and we thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you for those that are going to walk into the waters of baptism. We are so thankful to you, Lord. And Lord, we pray that as we prepare our hearts, we thank you that this is a holy moment, a divine moment. We sense your presence here on Green Bay and we bless this very land that has that gospel power preached here year after year for decades after decades. We feel blessed to be here in our city. Lord, we feel excited for those that will be walking into the lake in a few minutes. It's amazing, Lord. Amazing what you have done and the way that you are at work. And so, Father, we thank you for this gathering together from our communities, from Lake Country, from Glenmore, from the Mission, from Rutland. We thank you, Lord, that we are one church united in a real life vision. And we bless you for that, Lord Jesus. Amen. You know, we are sharing in our communities uh, the real life vision for... Uh, the next few weeks. R is redeemed life. E is empowered life. A is active life. L is listening life. Our church vision is that when you have the Lord Jesus Christ, you have real life. And when he comes into your life, he completely changes your life. And those that are getting baptized are experiencing the power of of the rescue, of the redemption, of the redeemed life where Christ has changed their lives. And the the thought I want to leave with you in these few minutes is this. It's the miracle of the rescue that has changed our lives. And, um, And I am fascinated by the miracle of Jesus Christ rescuing each one of us. And that as Christians, we believe that we are rescued into a relationship with God. And we know God's power and we know God's strength in our lives. I was in Vancouver this summer studying at Regents College. And when I was there in the evening, I decided to go to the movies and... And I'm not one to, to really struggle, I know it's a bit sad, to go to movies on your own. I'm quite comfortable with that. And so I decided to go on my own. Now, my fr- you know, sometimes it feels a little weird, I'll be honest. My friend who really struggles takes a clipboard and a notepad when he goes, as if he's some kind of movie audit person. That's true, and his, 
He's Canadian, but he's Albertan. And and he goes and he goes. With his, and I went and I worked out on the UBC uh, campus where the nearest cinema was, which was about a five-click walk. And I wandered there to an old flea pit cinema, which seemed appropriate. And I sat down. And as I sat down, I was waiting for the film. It was an antique theatre. It was not like the 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 cineplexes that we enjoy in the multi-screens. One movie, and I was sat down, and I kind of felt, this is good. I would never get the family to go and see this movie. It wasn't like Despicable Me 3, <laughs> Death by Boredom. And, and I stood there, and, and as I sat down, the film came on, and I was reminded as I watched the film of my hideous childhood when I had to go onto northern uh, British beaches in July and pretend we were having a good time as the wind came in, as the rain came by, as we would sort of set up camp and we would battle and smile at each other because in Northern Europe, when you're on the beach, you're trying to have a good time. And I, as I watched this film, which was the story of Dunkirk, and as I watched this film, I became absolutely captured by the, the story. Of course, I knew the story. I'd grown up with the story. 336,000 Allied and British troops were trapped on a beach, freezing to death, being attacked by Hitler's army. And I'm always... Um, I'm always a little bit cautious of giving analogies from wars. But as I watched this story unfold and watched this movie, the story of the rescue became clear. There were Dutch, Belgium, French and British troops that were trapped on that beach. It was incredible and astounding how they were overwhelmed, outmaneuvered, outflanked by Hitler's army. They had nowhere to go, and now they ended on the beach, and all there was was a sea. Winston Churchill was writing a letter at the time about explaining how a third of a million soldiers were captured or annihilated by the German army. It was going to be the greatest disaster in modern history in that way as an army is being captured and there was no way of escape. And it reminded me of Exodus when Moses stood there and outflanked, outnumbered by the Egyptian army coming towards them. There was nowhere to go except the Red Sea. And as he looked around, the only place he could go was to God in prayer for the rescue moment. And King George at that moment, according, of course, called a day of prayer. And, and where there were lines of soldiers on the, on the sands waiting to be rescued, not knowing what was happening, cathedrals and churches and, and, and chapels were lined up with millions of people on that day going to pray because they had no idea what was going to happen. They had no idea of the future. They had no idea of, of what would happen once this army was utterly obliterated. And nobody understands really why Hitler did not attack for three days, even to the anger of his generals. Nobody understood really 
how the weather moved in such a way that these, many of these soldiers, hundreds of thousands, were kept safe at that moment until a remarkable thing happened. They decided to use little wooden boats, 800 of them, fishing boats, tugboats, pleasure cruisers, wooden boats, and to bring them across and, and, and group by group to rescue the 336,000. There were enemies all around. There was no way of escape except a flotilla of 800 wooden boats that came to rescue. And what I, why do I tell you this? It's because often you and I, in the redeemed life, forget that we have been surrounded by enemies and we've been outflanked by darkness and we feel that we're going to be annihilated on the beach of our souls because of the battle of sin within our lives. But 2,000 years ago, a wooden cross was erected, yes, creaking, and that wooden cross is the cross that takes every one of us to salvation and to hope. It is unexpected. It is, it is profound. And yet Christ came and died on that cross so that our lives may be redeemed. It is a rescue mission that came to us. And as the troops went on those little squeaky boats and made their way across the channel. It's called the miracle. It's called a moment where they thought they could never do it. And the most unexpected, profound way of finding their way coming back to salvation from those beaches. And you and I, you and I have found the most profound way from the attacks of the enemy of our world. We feel the pain of what's going to happen in the future. We wonder about how we're going to get through life. And yet the redeemed life declares this, that there is no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus if you get in with Jesus Christ, if you believe in the cross, that we as a church have the greatest news of a life being transformed miraculously. That actually the chaos of the world and from the fall has been replaced by God's poetry, God's salvation, God's answer. That he comes down to our battle-weary lives with no way of escape. And what does he do? He gives us an unprecedented way, a man from Nazareth who came and died upon the cross so we can know forgiveness and life. And we understand that my rags now become robes of forgiveness, that, that he has taken away my sin. I could never be good enough to reach God. But Jesus Christ has allowed me to reach him. It's the miracle of transformation. I was outside of God's lines. But suddenly I've been brought back in. A renegade. A rebellious bandit against the will of God. And suddenly my record has been replaced by the record of Jesus Christ. All of a sudden he has come and given me the gift of salvation where I never expected it. And on the day of Dunkirk, there were prayers of millions of people 
there was the profound use of boats, peculiar way of escape, but boats arrived, which they had to choose to get into. And there was the power and the miracle of the deliverance. And as a church, we believe that the way of escape and the way of salvation and the way of the old cross and the resurrection of Jesus brings a life and a miracle that every one of us can experience. We can experience salvation from the enemies that are around us. We can experience salvation from the darkness that seems to come. We can know deliverance and the miracle of rebirth through the rescue mission of heaven where Christ came into the world to bring us back to God. Isn't that wonderful? That there is that salvation that happens in our lives. And we believe that. We experience it. And those that are getting baptized in a moment, they're going to walk on a beach. And as they walk on the beach, we're going to stand around in lines And we're going to watch them walk into the water and they're going to be baptized. And we're going to be reminded that the enemy may be there, but the salvation lies in the Lord Jesus Christ. And that his rescue mission has worked. His rescue mission is successful. He has come to us. Hey, in the same way that Noah went through the flood and was saved by the ark, in the same way, Moses stood by the great Red Sea and God brought deliverance through the waters. In the same way that that Joshua stood by the Jordan and they traveled through the Jordan to the promised land. The prophet spoke of a river, Ezekiel, what, 37, a mighty river coming from God's throne and stepping into that river. Jesus himself stepped into the water of, of his, with his, his cousin's arms and they embraced and he was baptized into the baptism of repentance. Today, as we stand on the beach, these people are saying, I am going through the water of God's deliverance and I am testifying that I live for Jesus and the miracle of the rescue has happened within my life. I was lost on that beach. I had nowhere to turn. There was no answer anywhere, but Jesus came and cooked me breakfast. He came with love. He came and rescued me. It was a peculiar little moment where I prayed and believed in the cross. But at that moment, I was transformed into a new beginning, into a new life. I was redeemed and I was saved. And when we see these people and as a church, we believe in the power of the gospel to rescue us. Can I remind you the great miracles that you're going to see on this beach? Even as Moses stood on that beach and lifted his staff and saw the deliverance of the Lord, so Christ was lifted on the cross and we see the way forward and the way through to salvation. And so when I think of that film that I watched on my own, Dunkirk, I think of the presence of prayer. I think of the profound 
peculiar way of escape. And I think of the power of the miracle that nobody quite understands how it was managed. And I look at my life that when Jesus moves in prayer, it's when I prayed to him that everything changed. I look at the peculiar idea that a man hanging on the cross and was placed in a tomb and rose on the third day could transform my life. And when I believed that idea so profound, I was delivered from all of my enemies. And I think of the power of the miracle that transformed my life and brought me through the Red Sea to safety, through the Jordan to the promise. Brought me through the river into a blessing, brought me to Jesus in the Jordan to be baptized and remember all that God has done in my life. So remember, friends, Willow Park We are a rescued, redeemed community, and there was no way of escape, but God provided the greatest way of escape, which was the way of the cross. That creaking old cross, as he died and gave his life for us. What a rescue plan to change our lives. And those who are going to come now are going to come, and they're going to show that they are going on this beach They're going to go into that water and they're testifying all that Christ has done. Let's pray together. Maybe you're longing for that rescue mission into your own life. Maybe you feel like the world has outflanked you, outmaneuvered you. And you feel even at times like it's overwhelmed you. And you're trapped and there's nowhere to go. There is always somewhere to go now. And that somewhere is to Jesus. The profound way to find salvation. And all you have to do is look to him. And that old wooden cross. And all that he did. And he will give you the miracle of salvation. If you want that miracle, even now, simply whisper to yourself a prayer of dedication. Ask the Lord to forgive you of your sins and invite him to reign in your life. Maybe you have not been committed to Christ like you should. But now it's time. Dear Lord Jesus. We give our lives over to you. And we thank you for your rescue. Thank you for the rescue plan of heaven. That was through the cross. And I. Believe in that. And I invite you into my life. And I ask you to change me. And I give my whole life to you now, Lord Jesus. In your precious name. Amen. Amen. Well, 
We're going to invite those that are being baptized to come up. Pastor Glenn's going to come and invite them to come. So if you're being baptized, come on out. And while you come, why don't we give them a massive round of applause as they come?